Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's head now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and wish a happy Thanksgiving to our friend, native St. Louis and product of the Lindenwood University from MLB Network. It's the one and only Greg Amzinger. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, both of you uh, being on your show. I'm thankful for John Mosaic. I asked him, I was like, hey, man, we're going to go on the show tomorrow. Can you sign a picture? Because I don't want to talk about the labor stoppage <laughs> the entire interview. So he hooked me up, uh, got me Stephen Matz. I think it's a smart move, and, and, and now we can talk about that instead, which I think is, is glorious. I'm thankful for that. Okay, so Greg, tell us why you love this move. I love it. It's Robbie Ray 2.0, okay? So Robbie Ray couldn't find it, couldn't get anybody out, went to Toronto. They really tinkered with him, and uh, Robbie Ray just basically coiled more. Uh, Stephen Matz, not exactly the same adjustment, but left-handers take a longer time to develop. It's always been that way. I'm left-handed. I was a bad athlete, still am, but it took me a long time to be a normal human being. I'm not there yet, but left-handers <laughs> just take a while. It just takes a while. And Steven Matz is 30 years old. He still gets swing and miss. He was a five, six, seven inning performer last year for the Blue Jays, a team that was playing meaningful baseball games down the stretch. And he was a heart. He was the heartbeat of that rotation along with Robbie Ray. So I, I love it. I think it's a smart move. When you look at the AAV for a guy that's going to give you a lot of innings over the next four years, it is outstanding business. And when you look at the rotation with Dakota Hudson coming back, Flaherty leading the charge, Wayno giving it one last go, Miles Michaelis, you throw this guy into the mix. It, it's smart. It's a really good move at this time of year. And it's the Cardinals getting ahead of it. It's a team trying to make sure they're towards the top of this division with the Brewers. Seems like he is a guy that fits well with the Cardinal defense. I would agree with that totally. It's a strong defensive team. We all know that. All the gold glovers. Record, we've never seen it before. Guy that gets the ball on the ground, uh, but yet still can strike people out. I've always loved this stuff. And the thing I would tell you, inside the walls of MLB Network, of all of the great starting pitching talent that the New York Mets had at one point, obviously – the Ron Darlings, the John Smoltz, the Al Leiters, the Dan Plesek, the Pedro Martinez, the guys I work with, they were all fawning over Jacob DeGrom for good reason. They loved him so much. But the guy that was second on the totem pole for them, when they had uh, Noah Syndergaard, Thor, larger than life, right? And Zach Wheeler, who eventually got $100 million, the guy that was their second favorite for a long time was Steven Matz. And they all were rooting for this guy to put it together. They love his mechanics. They love how smooth he is. Long Island kid had to get out of his hometown. It doesn't work for everyone. It just doesn't. Didn't work in New York. Change of scenery, north of the border, he loved it there. Sub-4 ERA, 
and was a good pitcher. I think being in St. Louis with this terrific defense around him, and Toronto had a strong defensive team as well, he's going to thrive. And, and I can't wait to see him get one season with Yadi or Molina behind the play. It's a great move. It's a terrific move. When I saw it happen, I was like, man, this is, this is an, a front office making sure they get an asset before the unknown future of a lockout uh, comes in Major League Baseball. Greg, it's funny you said that because I just saw a report from your coworker at MLB Network, John Heyman, that said the Mets were upset by this move because they thought they were going to get one last shot at Mats, but that Mats' camp said the Cardinals did a great job recruiting him, that the Mets, Cubs, Red Sox, and Jays were finalists for Steven Mats. So I think what you're saying is absolutely right, that the Cardinals identified that this was their guy, and what fans criticized them for a lot, maybe not being aggressive enough, it seems like they really were in this case. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Robbie Ray's a couple years older than Steven Matz. Now, I know the comps aren't exactly there because Robbie Ray throws harder. But Steven Matz does have a fastball that doesn't get squared up. And his secondary stuff, you could argue he's got a, a deeper repertoire of pitches than Robbie Ray. So when you look at a guy that's going to age well, he, he checks that box. He, I don't think he's going to be uh, – his timeline to me is Robbie Ray. You're going to see a guy that's going to have – uh, a two-and-a-half ERA potentially with the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, win 15 or more games, and be in the mix. He, he, he could be in the mix for a Cy Young. I'm that high on Steven Matz in St. Louis. And the Cardinals see all the different nuances of what they're looking for in a candidate that's going to be a star in the rotation, and he's not going to hit triple digits on the radar gun, but that's not what you need. You need a different look. You need They needed a left-hander that can go out there and be just a stable force with all their right-handed weapons that they throw out every every fifth day. They need a change of look. And to change the look with Steven Matz, there's a reason why the New York Mets hated to see him go. There's a reason why the Mets wanted to bring him back. And the idea that, hey, come back home, come back home, you're a Long Island guy, wasn't going to resonate with him because he struggled with it. He struggled with it. He's a guy that, that felt like he was leaving, he was leaving people down. And you don't want that. He's going to go to St. Louis. He's heard all about the fans in St. Louis. And he's heard all about the culture there. And I think he's going to thrive. I think this is a terrific move for a team sitting in November uh, before the unknown of an offseason. Hey, Greg, the Cardinals had about $30 million to work with. And after this signing, four years, $44 million. For 2022, they should have about $19 million left to spend. If they desire to spend it, where do you think they should? I still think they need a shortstop. Now, what you're saying, you can take Corey Seager out of the mix. You can take Carlos Correa out of the mix. I think you could almost take Trevor Story out of the mix. But I tell you what, I've been a big fan of Chris Taylor for a long time. And what he did with the Los Angeles Dodgers, to me, super impressive. And he's not going to move the needle as a guy you put up on a on a poster board in, in downtown St. Louis to go, come buy tickets to watch the St. Louis Cardinals. But you already got that guy. You already have many of those guys with Wayno and Molina and Arnato and Goldschmidt. You're good in that category. I think Taylor would be a terrific everyday shortstop. Harold Reynolds and I go back and forth on this. Harold thinks that he's better suited to play multiple positions. Okay, that's fine. But you got Edmundo Sosa, who isn't his slouch, and he's a young rookie shortstop. And, you know, it's a great backup plan. You still have a couple years left on Paul DeYoung, who I think is better suited as a player that moves around uh, and, and is a versatile guy, not an everyday shortstop. So you've got a backup plan. I don't think you're going to get $20 million a year, Chris Taylor. So why not, St. Louis? Get a guy who's got thump, 
who walks up there and attacks the baseball. He's not the left-handed bat that you covet. I totally understand that. But a lot of teams that are right-handed heavy in a lineup have won World Series championships before. It's happened, folks. It has. You don't need to go get the left-handed bat. It's, it, it's what you want, but it's not what you need. Two different things. So I, I still think the Cardinals need to upgrade at shortstop. Knowing you've got the depth that's already there with guys who can play the position, I think Taylor's a terrific experimental option. Greg, I wanted to ask you about the 2022 Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. There's a lot of names we could get into, but I want to focus on two. What do you think about David Ortiz and Alex Rodriguez's chances? I think David Ortiz eventually gets in. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is one of the great ambassadors of the game. His name on the Mitchell Report is going to hold him off, and there are going to be some writers that don't vote for him. But his popularity is through the roof, and what he did for baseball was nothing but good. Nothing but good. And he, he's just one. He uh, is, is, is a huge celebrity that happens to be a baseball player. You can say the same thing about Alex Rodriguez, maybe the most well known name. Uh, other than Derek Jeter, to go on to a Hall of Fame ballot in recent memory. Um, but the issue there, it just, you, as, 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 as hard as he has worked to get us to forget about what happened, <laughs> and, and in many ways, he's done a very good job of that. I don't think people even remember that he sued baseball or that he was on a sports talk radio station in New York City, uh, you know, complaining about, Rob Manfred and the league office and uh, how he is, you know, being screwed over and out of nowhere, poof, he ends up being the face of baseball. He flies with the commissioner uh, as, you know, the great face of the sport when they go to England. And, and it's amazing what he has become as a broadcaster in this next stage of his professional baseball career. I I still don't think uh, you will get the voting support. Um, for me, Alex Rodriguez's future in the Hall of Fame ballot will be defined by the final year on the ballot of Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. If they do not get in, Alex Rodriguez will never get in. Greg Amzinger, before we let you go, your number one Thanksgiving side. Oh, my goodness. That is really tough. You know, I'm going to go with something that people think is gross, matter of fact. And matter of fact, it's the only side that is made when we get together for Thanksgiving that I eat. No one else eats it. The cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. And no one else likes it. I love it. I'm a Jello guy. So to me, it's like if you took uh, stuffing and Jello and mixed it together, you get cranberry sauce. So I'm in heaven. So cranberry sauce is my go-to Thanksgiving side. Nothing wrong at all with cranberry sauce. Michelle thinks there is, but I say, hey, nothing wrong at all. I'm sorry, Greg. I, I just see the great care you take with your hair and your clothes. I didn't expect you to be the cranberry sauce out of a can guy. I, I'm a sauce guy anyway, Michelle. So what I do is I put it on my plate, and I, I and I, every bite of every part of the thing meal. <laughs> I have cranberry sauce with it. So turkey with a little sliver of cranberry sauce. Stuffing with a little, I shovel some cranberry sauce on there. My wife thinks it's repulsive, and she almost wants to hide me when we eat Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) So I can eat so no one watches this. But I absolutely love cranberry sauce all over my Thanksgiving meal. Greg, always great to have you with us. Thanks so much for coming out on Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. Enjoy some time off, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I'm thankful for both of you. And we're thankful for you. You're the man. Appreciate it.